0: Welcome back to Meet the Investigators from the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. I'm your host, Nicole Sadik, ICIJ's editorial fellow. I'm excited to introduce you this month to ICIJ's Malawian member, Golden Matonga, based in the nation's capital, Lilongwe. Since he got his start in journalism 15 years ago, he's become one of Malawi's most respected reporters, He's covered a disputed election, an international criminal, and a fair share of government corruption. He was named Malawi's Blogger of the Year three years in a row and Columnist of the Year in 2018. But like others we've met in this series, a young Golden had different plans for his career.
1: I thought I was going to be a soccer player. (laughs) I only realized after high school when I had to start college that uh, i needed to do something else to just make sure that i have a fallback plan that made me look at what other things i was i passionate about and i realized that i had passion for writing there was one columnist the late laugh Tan. he used to write the sunday column and i fell in love with his column uh, every day he was speaking truth to power and uh, that hooked me that was way before i realized that i would have a passion in investigative journalism for me it was just more of being able to communicate to to the leadership of a country and to communicate to decision-makers, which really inspired me.
0: Today, Golden is the Investigations Director at Malawi's Platform for Investigative Journalism, or PIJ for short. PIJ reports wide-ranging stories on government wrongdoing. The organization's original mission, however, was more than just publishing stories.
1: A resource is a big challenge, even in the advanced economies. Journalists everywhere are always complaining that resources are not enough. But I think it becomes an even more pressing issue when you are looking into an economy like Malawi, where media houses are really struggling to uh, make ends meet. So uh, PIJ uh, started providing these grants and also started providing trainings to, to journalists. So that was the, the core work of PIJ. But over the years, Uh, Because of experience with uh, challenges with uh, media outlets publishing some uh, stories, particularly those that bring to account uh, corporate entities and powerful organizations, PIJ decided that it should start publishing most of the investigations itself. So we have shifted most of our focus away from just supporting journalists to do uh, independent work to publishing most of the work ourselves. We, we do not uh, subscribe to any uh, interest groups we, we do not have uh, advertisers we solely depend on uh, grants and, and and donations to do our work
0: i noticed that the motto of pij is digging truth lighting democracy what does that mean
1: for malawi's democratic ex- experiment to to be effective we believe that we should provide the oxygen of information to the to the public so We believe that only when the public knows the truth, that's when we are going to hold their uh, jury bearers to account.
0: Democracy was exactly what was at stake in 2019, when Malawians went to the polls to elect a president. Once ballots were cast, people started worrying that a correction fluid similar to Whiteout had been used to manipulate
1: the votes. The election itself went peacefully, but it was only later when the counting of the votes started that... Rumours started secreting that the election had been doctored. We have, there have always been all these rumours and allegations of election manipulation in the past, in previous elections as well. But something changed uh, in this election. Uh, because of technology, social media platforms, for the very first time, Malaya started seeing what what was seen as evidence of the the actual manipulation.
0: Opposition supporters in Malawi say last year's presidential election was rigged to favor Peter Mutarika, who narrowly won re-election of opposition leader Lazarus Chakwera. For months there have been demonstrations in several parts of the country, including the capital, Lilongwe.
1: I remember covering those elections and I think it will be one of uh, my strongest memories when I'm out of journalism. Some of the protesters were angered by the fact that I was taking pictures and they they harassed me, physically uh, uh, almost assaulted me, and I lost some of my equipment along the way. So it was a difficult time for for journalists to tell a story from that perspective. But largely the media, I think, was free enough to report uh, on what was happening. We, We had access to the court. Uh, premises. We had access to the political players. So, generally speaking, uh, I wouldn't complain knowing that what challenges other journalists elsewhere. face. Uh, that also reminds me that at some point I was arrested. I almost forgot that I was arrested while covering some of the uh, election stories.
0: Golden had been sent to the capital airport to interview a delegation of election observers from the EU when police officers demanded that he and his colleagues stop their work. They were later arrested and thrown into a cell for hours. Golden, were you scared when you were arrested?
1: I think the most prevailing feeling was anger. I was absolutely angry when I was arrested for not doing anything uh, wrong. I was treated as a criminal, bundled into, uh, into a police cell. Uh, I think mean, so. For, for me, it, fear was the last thing on my mind. I was angry, I was shouting at the police officers. I remember not being violent, but really being quite emotional in my reaction because I couldn't understand uh, in this day and age uh, why uh, someone would uh, consider journalism a crime. And and Malawi uh, has been a democracy for 25 years, one of the most stable democracies in, on, on the continent. And uh, I just found it unacceptable that uh, someone could decide to, to employ uh, heavy-handedness on journalists for for simply doing their jobs. Uh, it was, uh, we, and we were only released after uh, media watchdogs released statements demanding uh, our our release. It didn't really change the way I conduct journalism. I went on to do even more uh, more sensitive uh, work than uh, before. After that, I think it inspired me that uh, the an important job to do, but it didn't change. Uh, my calculation in how I do it.
0: In the end, the election was nullified. Malawians went to the polls once again, and the opposition leader was elected. This year, Golden's reporting on a businessman's connection to Malawian officials made a big splash. Zunith Zatar, a Malawian-born Brit, ran a massive bribery campaign in exchange for lucrative contracts from Malawian ministers. The story involved some of the highest members of government. After it was revealed that ministers in his own cabinet had corrupt dealings with Zunith Zatar, the president made a bold move and dissolved his entire cabinet.
1: In exercise of the powers vested in me by the Constitution, I have dissolved my entire cabinet effective immediately. And all the functions of cabinet revert to my office until I announce a reconfigured cabinet in two days.
0: Golden, what's been the experience of covering this story?
1: Uh, this is a story more, uh, beyond the normal uh, everyday corruption that we report on. This is a story ab- uh, about state capture corruption. So it means the involvement in the levels of government is way high up. It means almost every level of government which you have been looking into has been. Uh, involved in one way or another in the alleged uh, collab dealings with uh, SNEF. Sata. Uh, we were able to acquire the contracts, we were able to analyze how the procurement was done. Uh, does it make uh, financial sense for a poor country like Malawi to, uh, to make payments to this guy? Most of the contracts were all grossly overpriced uh, in most circumstances. Uh, most of the contracts did not follow any procurement laws. How
0: are you able to obtain those contracts? Do the information laws in Malawi allow for access to those types of documents?
1: So, primarily, all those contracts which you acquired, you acquired them through our sources. Through the access to information laws, we haven't been successful yet, but we have been able to, to get the contracts through uh, a number of uh, sources.
0: After the Attorney General stated publicly that the government should terminate the contracts with the SATAR, Golden and his colleagues got a hold of documents showing that the official had issued a private legal opinion saying the government should pay Zatar.
1: My boss, Grigory Gonde, was arrested uh, for, for for the reporting because the, the Office of the Intelligence was mad and they wanted to know the source of the official document. So Grigori was arrested, handcuffed, and taken into a police car after the police came to our office and he told them that uh, he couldn't uh, comply with their demands. And they, again, they possibly grabbed his phone and laptop uh, so that they could check for themselves who who provided us the information which uh, we we published. So that was a huge attack on our independence uh, because the whistleblowers uh, could be uh, in danger. People's jobs were at least, even possibly uh, their lives were at, at least. Why is there so
0: much government corruption happening in Malawi?
1: accountability systems haven't been functional for some time and so there are a lot of incentives for people to conduct corruption and most of the uh, corruption as well is connected to political financing so we have uh, politicians who are working in with uh, business people uh, to conduct political campaigns and it's these business people who are financing uh, our political campaigns and this is not being regulated.
0: Corruption has even reached the highest office in Malawi. Golden and his ICIJ colleagues discovered in 2020 that the former president, Joyce Banda, was implicated in the FinCEN files, an investigation into how banks and the U.S. Financial Crimes Enforcement Network did little to stop illicit financial activities. The leaked files suggested that the owners of an arms company called Paramount Group had made payments to a PR firm to prop up Joyce Banda's image in exchange for government contracts.
1: The evidence the, wasn't conclusive from the documents which we uh, acquired. So we reached out to the former president and asked the questions, and we also reached out to our parliament group, and they basically denied any long doing. But at least for the first time, We were able to provide some evidence coming from the banks and indicating a relationship between the former president of Malawi and a military supplier who uh, provided the supplies to Malawi's defense forces.
0: How was the experience of working on your first international
1: collaboration? So the principle of radical sharing was one of the most eye-opening things that happened during uh, my initial work with the ICIJ. So radical sharing basically means that uh, ICIJ doesn't believe in uh, the parachute journalism where they sent someone from uh, London to go to Malawi and do the interviews. They believe that the local knowledge is much better for, for, for its work to be effective. I wasn't a, a financial reporter. I, I still I cannot... Uh, say I'm a financial reporter but over the years the knowledge which I've attained from covering complex uh, cross-border reporting, financial crimes like uh, banking secrets, I've been able to transfer it to some of the work which I'm doing at the moment uh, and my normal investigations because I've now developed contacts, I know the terminology, I I have data sets which I've acquired over the years so that has uh, as well enriched the way we have been publishing.
0: Having all that experience, what advice do you have for younger or, or newer journalists?
1: We try to learn as much as possible, uh, read what the best are uh, writing, uh, be able to ask where you don't feel like you have the adequate knowledge. And I think the list will take care of itself along the way. Every journalist should be an investigator at heart. So what what's important is to be able to uh, push yourself uh, to see uh, what can you get behind the story which everybody else is is getting.
0: Are you reading anything now to enrich your knowledge of any subjects?
1: I'm still trying to understand how the, the world economy works. So I'm reading uh, a book called The Wayfe of Nations. It's a book written by Adam uh, Adam Smith, one of the preeminent economists. Uh, So that's a book I've been uh, diving into uh, for the past uh, couple of days.
0: That's a wrap of another episode of Meet the Investigators. Thanks to Golda Matonga for stopping by the podcast and for sharing insights into journalism in Malawi. Meet the Investigators is a production of the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. This episode was produced and edited by me, Nicole Sadik, with help from Hamish boland Rudder. Don't forget to share the episode on social media using the hashtag MeetTheInvestigators. We'll be back next month for another installment.